Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Dana Martin, your host on the Sit Dominion podcast. Welcome and welcome to all of my guests tonight. It's always good when we have more than just me. That's every time. Cameron, welcome to the show. Your first time on the show. How are you doing this evening? I'm good. Glad to be here. Kind of nervous, but looking forward to it. Nothing to be nervous about. I said your first time, but we'll see if it's your last time. Zane, how are you doing this evening, sir? Great Pretty good. Back. Pretty good. Just chilling. Chilling. And our AV extraordinaire, who I send everything to and bypass all the rules. Kat, thank you for being on the show again, Kat. There are rules. There are. I try to follow rules, but no one tells me there's rules. I just I, I make pretty pictures. Forgiveness, not permission. Yeah. Nice. We have already got some folks jumping on. Josiah, hey, how you doing? Uh, yes, let's go. And I, don't, I don't know who BRN is, but let's go. I, uh, I'm trying to get hyped because I'm tired. But we have a great show because we're going to be talking about the Sith Inquisitors tonight. And whoa, what? The what Inquisitors? I posted a TikTok. And Debbie, Debbie, if you're out there. You 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 ruined it. You broke it. I was supposed to have everybody like, yeah, this is. Oh wait, and then magically someone pop in and say they're not Sith. But no, you did it right away. Thanks, Debbie. So even though you were like, nah, I won't be on the show, I made sure you were on the show, and you made sure you were on the show. Hi, Debbie. <laughs> nice nice of you to break my show um just kidding debbie we love you but that was kind of the 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 opening of what we're going to be talking about is yeah they were kind of sith but they weren't actually sith and yes josiah absolute they're not sith so <clears throat> what we're going to talk about for news i you know i don't even know what kind of news is out there other than i know uh there has been some chatter in the video game world uh but i'm not sure what what's happening with those projects because last i heard like the gritty project was on hold again and the there was another vr crazy thing that's on hold and i don't know why it's all on hold but everything's on hold all the gaming for star wars has been on hold unless someone out there is listening and knows different or any of you I'm guessing it may have to do with the strike. Mm. 100%. Because voice actors, some of them are part of the Screen Actors Guild because they don't just voice video games, they vote they voice animated films. Yeah. So that would be my best guess. You know, a- that or Mickey Mickey Mouse is finally broke one or the other. <laughs> dark dark Mickey. So uh, funny you should say that. Uh, actually, I do a TikTok. I try to while I'm setting up, and Kari Walgren jumped on the live. She just passed through. She probably was like, "Oh, that guy," and moved on. But the <laughs> fact is, wonderful uh, voice actress uh, Kari Walgren voices a lot of folks. Uh, so the, oh, you can't see it, but it's Tigress from yeah. Anyways. Okay. I know I'm totally that fanboy. And that's probably why she left because I was like, oh my God. Right? <laughs> Hi, how you doing, Gary? Um, yeah. Anyhow. So yeah, no, I, I totally didn't think of that. Uh that writer strike extends so far. Um, 
has there been any update? I know Ambrose had an article or two on it. So the writers, I know there's been some some movement on the writer side. Um, I honestly haven't. There was just a certain point when I just got bored with it. I'm just to be honest. Like, <laughs> you know, 2023, it's the year of the strike. Everyone's striking. Yeah, true. True. Um, I, I just like um, oh, who 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 now? Like, where's my where's my strike bingo card? Um. So, I don't think they'd started talking with the Actors Guild yet, last I knew. It was just the writers they had kind of come to some terms with. So, you have people like Stephen Colbert, who, he is SAG through the Writers Guild, because he was a comedic writer before he was a night show host. Mm -hmm. um, so, you have some of those folks, which, because of the fact that the writers are coming to some terms, have gone back to work. So, a lot of your late night guys that were part of that. Um, but I haven't heard anything about the actors. Man, I had forgotten all of that was kind of under my radar over the, the last little bit. Um, there were some other other things happening in the world, I guess, that were more important. Uh, but we're not going to talk about those things. We already established that. So um, <laughs> uh, thanks for that. So, yeah, I think uh, I, I want to say, I know, I know, I know uh, John Ambrose, who's been a guest on this show, uh, has been guest across Geek News now. He's one of our uh, writer, staff writers, has been following it really close. So jump over to geeknewsnow.net, uh, search up Ambrose or Strike or something of that effect, and you'll pop up his articles where he's following it. Cool, man. I gotta get I gotta get into the Inquisitors, man. Like already. <laughs> what time is it? 807. We got we've been in this five minutes. We're supposed to be in at 12 minutes, but I'm not gonna. We're gonna move on. <laughs> so uh Inquisitors. Uh I wanna start with uh everyone here knows the Inquisitors, has experience with the Inquisitors, whether it was uh comic or because uh, that whole thing with Darth Vader, uh, number seven, I read that. It was freaking amazing. Um, from comic to animated series to now live action, uh, the Inquisitors are are all over the place. So when you hear Inquisitor, Zane, what's the first thing that pops in your head? Uh, I think of the Grand Inquisitor. <laughs> The Grand Inquisitor? Yeah. Sure. Well, specifically because when I see him, it reminds me of the guys from Revenge of the Sith when uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi finds Grievous. Mm -hmm. uh, on Utapau? Yeah. 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 He is here. <laughs> if you have warriors, now is the time. That that scene? Yeah, gotcha. I love it. Well, and, and yeah, the uh, Grand Inquisitor being from Utapau made it like it, it was a good crossover because that was a character we'd never seen before and then now you're using this character as a very foundational character in the story and the arc so yeah man I dug that that's good Cameron what about you uh I think of I think of like Vader's minions in a sense I don't honestly believe Vader was a big fan of the Inquisitors I felt in because I feel like he thought that it was kind of a dig by Palpatine because I guess he obviously viewed Anakin sort of as imperfect once he got into the suit and he got all his injuries and all that. So I think it was just kind of another uh, plot by Palpatine to kind of mess with Vader's head and kind of make him 
fall more into the dark side and kind of use that anger and like, oh, he doesn't think I'm that powerful. He doesn't think I can hunt down all these Jedi, you know, that type of stuff. So, heck yeah. Cat, you hear the word inquisitor, what comes to mind? I mean, they're basically glorified bounty hunters. Oh. I mean, if you really think about it, think of them like you have the Mandalorians, which are hunting for a fee. Inquisitors are basically sanctioned by the Imperials. So they're like sending like your local law enforcement for your area or like sending in like, you know, your local, your, your military. So they're like, they're like free bounty hunters. Mm. <laughs> fully, uh, fully supplied by whatever by the they Empire. need. Yeah. Yeah. Endless resources. Bounty hunters with endless resources. I'm going to go ahead and bring in cold because it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to feed you. <laughs> I mean, really, it, if you think about it, how much... I mean, we know there was a, a strong relationship between Boba Fett and the Empire. Mm -hmm. But at what point were they like, you know, we really just don't want to pay your fee. Yeah. We've got our own guys. True. Well, um, the, and Inquisitors were ruthless. They were. Just did not care. <laughs> yeah. I like the, the bit about the dig at Vader from uh, Palpatine. So in, in that, uh, go, go read it, everyone listening, whatever. It's um, episode seven in the Vader comic. And holy cow. Um, he, he, yeah, he gets pissed off and he's like, I'm, you want me to train him? okay and like severs limbs off of every single one of them and freaking just let that let the anger build up in him and made him even more powerful palpatine was a genius genius but that doesn't seem to work for me um at least in my job if i'm in a situation where I know I'm good at what I do and you bring in a whole bunch of people under me. That's not going to motivate me to do better. That's going to probably motivate me to go elsewhere. But I don't have the connection of the Sith. Now, what, I mean, could you imagine? <laughs> I just I could never. Zane, when you're in your in, in the pit, like, could you imagine? Like, we know you're good. We're going to bring someone up. You can stand above them and teach them and just watch them do your job. How long would you stick around? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I would. <laughs> see, I, on the other hand, would be like, oh, you want me to show this person what I do? Okay, let's see how long it is before they quit. Go chop. So, yeah. Kat would go chop limbs off. That's what. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, okay. Like, well, and here's, here's, this has always been my philosophy. I am not a hoarder of knowledge. And tribal knowledge does no one any good. Mm -hmm. I am all about sharing the wealth of knowledge. And at that point, other people have the knowledge so they can, they can use it to how, however they see fit. But yeah, usually, at least in my line of work, once people get into seeing exactly what I do... They're like, nah, dog. I'm gonna go back to where I was at. This is this is a whole nother level. <laughs> I love that you brought that up. Um, so when 
the Grand Inquisitor was first brought on uh, by Palpatine. He allowed the Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor, to have full, unlimited access to the Jedi archives, which was huge for him because, as a Jedi, he was never, you know, you're not allowed to go just wander and oh, what's her name? God, that old bitty. She just stop it. Oh, you look like you. Are you sure you know where you're looking? Uh, <laughs> Obi Wan, like, just shut up, shut up. Sorry. <laughs> And there's even some in the comic where they track her down. Sorry, I got on this tangent with her. I don't like her either. I understand Grand Inquisitor. I understand. So yeah, unlimited knowledge uh, 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 of the Jedi archives. All light, all dark, um, secrets that were, were even kept from Vader. So I like that, Cameron. You brought that up. We might can expand on that a bit because not only was it a dig to get the Inquisitors, the access that he had well, that was the whole that was the whole reason he joined palpatine he wanted to go into the archives figure out how to save his wife and he loses makes a deal with the devil and loses everything yep so uh one of the cool things about vader uh and their their confrontation um was that vader uh, who who who's seen the uh Obi mm, was it Obi Wan? Where does the Inquisitor get his saber cut in half? I can't remember what show that was. Crud. Anyways, he gets his Rebels? saber cut in half. Maybe Rebels. Maybe Rebels. And uh, that actually happened to him with uh, Vader. Vader did that to him as well. So I just the the parallels uh, were were cool there. But kind of going back to his his beginning, what would make a person like the Inquisitor turn as a Jedi, so uh, to Sith-ish, dark Jedi, um, certainly torture and these things. But would you say a quest for knowledge could be that strong that you would do anything for it? Is it maybe not the quest for knowledge, but the quest for the truth? Mm. Like we've discussed several times on this show. The Jedi, the, the the hypocrisy that the Jedi Rico, <laughs> yeah, is is a foul stench. But because they were keeping all of these secrets, it's just like you can't tell a lie because then you have to keep up the lie. Hmm. Well, the Jedi told so many lies that eventually people were going to start seeing holes in that and want to know the truth. Mm -hmm. And. Sometimes it's not, like we said, going more towards the dark side, not, not necessarily saying evil, mm -hmm. but it's like they take, you take off those rose-colored glasses and accept the truth for what it is. Yes, it jades you a little bit, but it's because you're looking for that reality. Sure. Sure. And truth's so hard, man. Um, how do you, how do you know where to go? You got, and it's a, you're right, it's a journey and it, it can be taxing, but how how far do you go? I think that's that was the Kylo Ren thing from from a while. You know, how far do you go for your quest for truth? Um, and Kylo sends truth for self. But like, do you kill your dad? Do you do you uh, be, be just go dive into the dark side because that's that's the only way. That's the only route. 
I just, I don't know that, I don't know that to, in today's world, we have the, the capability to see that kind of, I don't want to say evil too, the, but darkness, um, a quest that would destroy everything in its path for a truth. I mean, unless the large Hadron Collider kills us all. Yeah, but, you know. But I mean, I guess there are uh, I, Oppenheimer. I mean, that's that's a real example of something, a quest for truth. What is that next layer? What happens with this? Can I do that? And space travel, space, space travel. Astronauts. They sacrifice their bodies, their families, everything in the quest for the truth of what is out there beyond beyond our planet. Mm -hmm. So for the Inquisitor, maybe it was, this is just what I have to do. I dig what I have to do. It'll help me <laughs> uh, in my quest for truth. Man. I mean, w wouldn't it have been kind of like a sense of survival too? Because clearly there was no, there was not going to be a Jedi order. And mm. so it was kind of like, I mean, if you're powerful enough, you either join the gang or you're going to die with the rest of them. So, I mean, I think for some, probably like some of the lesser Inquisitors, per se, it kind of might have just been like survival of the fittest, and I'm just going to do what I can just to kind of not be killed. So, No, absolutely. I think that's a great segue, thanks, Cameron, to get to – I, I want to skip second sister, third sister, Reva. I, it, oh, man. I liked Reva. I think some, some folks gave her some grief. Uh, the actress some grief. I think the yeah. actress did well with what she was given. Uh, and I really wish we could have seen more of her. Um, check out my TikToks. I reposted an anxious an anxious Angie one. Uh, who run the world? Girls. And she's in there too. But yeah, uh, they don't. Sorry. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they do. But the third sister. So she uh, in Obi-Wan uh, was one of those that was tortured to to fall and and she wasn't given a choice it was either you die or you turn and 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 that was her story um but within that so that she didn't let that define her and be the, her story she wanted more so i think with reva when we look at her whole yes whatever at the end but when you look at the hole, it, multiple holes. That is absent. The what? Multiple holes. Multiple she was stabbed holes. multiple times. So. Multiple times. <laughs> and left. Oh, poor Reva. So how is well, I, you should vaporize? Anyways, uh, another <laughs> another show. <laughs> um. So so when yeah, I yeah. when I think about about her, she seemed one of those very conflicted ones. Yes, she had purpose. Yes, she had vision. She wanted to be Grand Inquisitor. But she struggled um, with her purpose. What well, would you say? Oh, because if you really think about it, it gets back to the age, age old concept of without the light, there is no dark. And without the dark, there is no light. So if you snuff out all these force users, regardless of the reason they're using the force, good, bad, otherwise. Ultimately, what happens at a point in that kind of witch hunt where they're going to come back for you. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, Reboot, she was, 
I, well, okay, hold on. So I think I might be getting them mixed up. Which one was the one in Jedi Survivor? That was ninth sister, mm-hmm. right? All right. Okay. It was yeah. all the later. Second, that was yeah. Yes. Yeah, second order. sister was in Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes, that's what I meant. See, I. Sorry. That's the one I'm talking about. Second sister. <laughs> she. She also, I thought, was one of those that wasn't solely. I don't know. Seem seemed to to have the struggle, whereas folks like full on Sith, Dooku. Maul, like they don't struggle with good or bad like they know what their purpose is and i find it interesting that these ex-jedi specifically second and third sisters had struggle with light and dark coming from being a jedi but anakin didn't Dooku didn't but so so help me understand why is it maybe the portrayal because in earlier films, I would say one through six, there was definitely that storytelling of the bad guys are really bad and the good guys are really good. So there wasn't room for that gray area because mm. in a two and a half, three hour movie, you don't have time to to get into the gray. But in a TV series where you have time for character development, you have time. It's very much like Captain Phasma. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, in the movies like she has like less than five minutes of screen time but if you're ever reading in the books or the comics she was top tier oh 100 percent. but even she always had conflict her book is amazing but it was from her experiences of like you know when she crash landed on a, a foreign planet where everything on that planet is like australian designed to kill you um you know, literally, like, the what looks like water will eat through your Beskar. You know? Um, so I think we're starting to see more of that character development, mm-hmm. which is part of why people are like, oh, why is this happening? I don't want story. I just want pew pew. Um, you know? So <laughs> that's why some people, like, see certain characters and they, they instantly lash out at them because yeah. it's a character that doesn't fit that mold. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely duality in in those two, and and maybe like you said, there's a lot more development in the game, uh, Fallen Order, uh, for the second sister and in Obi Wan. So we get, and then of course Grand Inquisitor throughout. You see that development, but I like I just don't think he was like hardcore. I'm just an evil dude, right? I, I think he had his purpose and he knew what that was. Um, but. <laughs> So is there is there anything that you feel like you within your organization would not go along with um, in today's day and age? It's I think it's hard to kind of come up with examples of things that your organization may do that would cause you to say, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, and what I'm leading to here is, you know, every one of these had an option to die as a Jedi. They had that option. They chose not to why what would drive you to choose yes survival etc cetera, etc cetera. but ultimately if you were that hardcore about your ideal you would have died for it i think what ideals do you think in your organization would make you be like no i'm not 
I'm not going that way. That's a tough thing to, I think, think about because there's things that, oh, I'd follow for X, Y, and Z. But if my org made a decision like ABC, I don't know that I'd follow along and I'd look elsewhere. I mean, I'm in that boat. Already? I, one of, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I've spent 20 plus years in corporate America. Um, I've seen a lot of good. I've seen a lot of bad. I've seen a lot of ugly. Um, but one thing that I think that I knew ahead of time, a lot of people kind of had to learn, um, was working from home. Mm. And the better balance that gave people. Mm -hmm. Um do I strongly disagree with the way that many companies, um, including my own, activated their return to office? Oh, yeah. Um, do I have a letter if I ever have to fall on that sword? Yup. Um, yeah, there was, like, even for me, there was an email. It turned out it was sent to me in error. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> It was sent to me in error while I was out on PTO that was like, oh, by the way, everyone's back in the office as of Tuesday. Whoops. <laughs> I came back to work on Monday. I reached out to my boss said, so I got this email with a desk assignment in an area in the office. Says I'm supposed to be there tomorrow. My boss panicked. <clears throat> She's like, send me the email. It had to have been an error. <laughs> The, the the tone said please don't quit um <laughs> because well, you're right though that work from home thing's huge there's such uh i think that's a good example too our <clears throat> some orgs <laughs> will will uh use that as a way to a trip mm -hmm. and i yeah. think it's kind of crappy because you know some folks got so used to the pay raise from not driving everywhere and eating out all the time um, that they would take a pay cut to readjust their lifestyle. Yeah. And it was better for them if they stayed remote and organizations lost a lot of power during <laughs> it's like the upright, it's like the separatists. It's like we're losing power and how do we get it back? We got to get that power back. Um, and well, that's... I think, too, not only the, like, the, you know, you get to eat healthier at home, you get to do these other things when you're, when you're working remotely. Um, I think it was also the way it was brought about. Hmm. I can't talk for every company, but I know that my company originally was like, hey, you know, we're going to start this on a trial basis. We're going to start with people who want to go back. Because, let's face it, some people enjoy working in an yeah. office. My husband, if, if they'd let him go back to working in an office, he'd jump on it in, in a second. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am not that person. Um, you know, and then all of a sudden, within a few weeks of the, we're going to start this on a trial, voluntary, those that want to come back into the office can start coming back full time. Um, it was an about face and it was starting in 30 days. You all need to be back in the office three days a week. Hmm. So that for me right there was like, oh, Oh, okay. This is how we're playing this game. Um, now the reason I didn't have to is because I had been work from home for several years prior. Um, so I was exempt from that. But do I do? Am I sometimes the person that voices for my coworkers? 
yeah the displeasure of how that was handled yes um yeah we hate we hate offices because we can't we can't hit anybody so you know we can't we can't shoot the guy in the <laughs> man that's a whole nother show i it actually gets me like oh don't say they this it was all part of the plan man and they were Obi -Wan, told yeah I, Obi Wan said it. Those blaster marks are too accurate. Only Imperial stormtroopers are that. Like that line made made the whole meme joke yeah. thing for me like changed immediately when I really heard that for the first time. Sorry. Yeah, there was the I order to bring them in alive. Yeah. Yep, because you got to turn them just like Inquisitors. Um. Yeah. So kind of wrapping this up a little bit. The the, the Inquisitors. The, the last point I wanted to make um, within orgs, we, we get a lot of organizations that talk about their values and what they do and, and do those values uh, reflect, do their actions of the, the org reflect their values, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and one of the things we hear a lot is we you know we're like a family, we're like one big family. Um, I, mean, no. I mean, some orgs maybe kind of, but the bigger you get, the less, family you are and more hey you come from uh, a big family do it do you come from a big family yeah my i had i had nine uncles and aunts yeah, on okay. one side yeah yeah so my dad's family was like that big family and, and looking at corporations and that level of like dysfunction mm -hmm. i'm like oh that's what you mean <laughs> not like the close-knit like you know waltons and like you know that kind that's one of the things i thought was really cool about the inquisitors was they their code names were brothers and sisters and they 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 fought like brothers and sisters but they also worked like brothers and sisters um can any of y'all think of a uh, an instance with with your work or or with a i don't want to say family because i want to talk about kind of that extended family uh, just a group of folks that are close to you, whether that's through work or whatever that you would consider extended family. I'm gonna let those two talk. I've been I've been running my mouth all night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll oh, that's about, funny. Go ahead. I mean, probably the dudes that I probably the dudes that I play games with every night a couple of them are in chat right now those are my squad. <laughs> those are my those are my extended extended family um yeah. i never I, I didn't have any brothers growing up so um kind of dudes that especially this josiah fellow who i'll talk about <laughs> later um definitely def, definitely cool having extended family because i don't really view my work family yeah. as family it's more of like a community because i feel like in my own personal view like if i had a family member that worked in the same organization i was in it'd probably be really really tough for for me to fire them um but i mean they would probably fire me like tomorrow if there's <laughs> any applicable reason to you know but it's like i mean if it's your son your daughter your brother i don't know whoever you're probably going to give them a little bit of leeway that you typically wouldn't give the other individuals so i i like to consider work a community and not as a family so L less like the inquisitors i guess you could say yeah yeah i think mm -hmm. what ends up happening in those situations is you you get favoritism and 
things. You're you're exactly right. Um, yeah. Were you about to say something, Zane? No, you can keep going for a second. No, I was done. I oh, feel like I talked. Okay. Oh, okay. I think from someone who isn't in in a working environment right now, as it's someone who is technically a professional musician, technically, right, make money technically. Um, I think the closest thing to me for an extended family would be more like um, the bands that I'm in, specifically like for marching band, the entire front ensemble percussion, mm-hmm. where we'll literally go out and have fun after games and everything. But at the end of the day, when we're in that workplace, we're there to do our work. Mm. We still goof around a little, but we get it done. So like kind of Cam, what you were saying, like camaraderie, right? The community as opposed to quote unquote family. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool. That was a good example, Zane. Thanks. Uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. There's just so much we could continue to talk about. And we have on the next show, all the rest and who knows where it'll go. Um, but I wanted to spend a little time with, uh, you, Cameron, you coming on the show for the first time. And I say this again, the first time, uh, you missed (laughs) out last week, last week, we started the show two times. And on the third time, we finally started it 15 minutes late. Uh, this went off fantastic uh, this is amazing sorry i had to, to point that out good job <laughs> uh so some of your some of your uh our back and forth i had asked to for you to kind of send send me a little description of of you and and what you like to do and and i don't like re- i don't read them uh but well i read them i don't read them aloud to everybody yeah i got you <laughs> and, and one the first thing that's in the center of my screen are naruto spider-man batman luke skywalker like those four characters are all right there in the same line the same space so tell me about those characters starting with naruto how did you attach to that so i was a big dragon ball z stan growing up if you will and so i was like no i'm not gonna watch naruto i'm just i'm not rocking with it and in 2019, one of my best friends uh, was like, dude, you gotta, you just gotta watch it. He bought me like all the Storm games when they were on sale on PlayStation. It's like, just play this, like you'll get the story. And I'm like, dude, like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna watch the anime, you know? And I just like, I, uh, I just fell in love. Like I loved, um, I'm a big, my favorite Dragon Ball Z character was Vegeta. And so I kind of gravitated to Sasuke right as I started Naruto. Um, and uh, I'm a big anti-hero guy, I guess, if you want to consider them those. Um, and, yeah, I probably finished the whole show. I didn't watch filler, just to preface. I'm not a big filler guy. I had the whole sheet. It's I had like the whole 50% sheet. filler. Yeah, so I, I had, I had so like much. the sheet. Much. And... And I just I watched only canon and some slash filler episodes or whatever, and I loved it. Um, I wish I could erase Naruto, Dragon Ball Z from an anime perspective, just just so I can experience it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, I like Naruto as a character, and I I read the Boruto manga, so I'm kind of caught up with that. Um, but uh, yeah, Nar- Naruto, I was late to life on that compared to the others that I mentioned in the email. But um, 
Naruto's cool. Would recommend it for, I mean, anybody. So, so uh, that anime and whatnot, we have a show that talks about all that uh, over on Saturdays, the Geek Gauntlet. Uh, <laughs> so check that out. Any of y'all listening, the Geek Gauntlet. We go through everything from DC to MCU to anime to gaming to tabletop to i mean cons everything it's a it's an all-encompassing like five-hour show oh um, man just kidding it's, it's not, not five hours it's like <laughs> four and a we half we try and keep 90 minutes but we're kind of shiny squirrels <laughs> oh and we don't do that on the show ever no um, yeah. spider-man uh i spider-man is one of my faves on the mcu side or sony or whatever um who knows so tell me about your your uh experience with spidey uh so growing up that was probably the first ever superhero that i can remember being introduced to um i had the animated show on vhs i think i still have some of some of the movies i know i have the venom movie on vhs back at my mom's house still so and i spent probably 20 plus hours this past weekend playing the new game that just came out on ps5 so um it is uh is great definitely worth having a ps5 just to play those games alone so <laughs> probably not the most rational purchase i've ever made but yeah uh spider-man it was great probably my favorite arc in spider-man is the black suit because mm-hmm. i feel like it kind of brings out the best and the worst in peter in some aspects um mm-hmm. and uh kind of makes him i feel like it makes peter more a little bit more relatable because it's like i feel like he's kind of one of those heroes that holds back in a way because i mean well he's also a kid but he's like i have this super strength all i'm super smart and i'm like i have to i mean i feel like him and super superman are probably a couple of heroes that probably hold back in terms mm-hmm. of when they're dealing with their villains and uh i feel like black suit peter is probably my favorite peter yeah i think the 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 bit just kind of sidebar spidey world i love spider-man um when he started beating up flash like i think he was like oh crap like just take a step back and yeah. i that i think that changed i mean it was so early right it was like i don't know what's happening to me and whatever on uh, whichever arc we're looking at uh, yeah. or whichever uh, universe whenever he's he's in high school and he beats some kid up right like i i get that like not knowing your full strength realizing you could totally wipe the floor with this guy yeah. but 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 then what right yeah, yeah man i like that uh i'm gonna skip batman because i could just sit and talk about batman uh Same. <laughs> luke skywalker though uh yeah he's i was not a huge fan of luke growing up i was oh, always, man. always a vader fan man um so tell me though about your uh fascination with luke uh Luke Skywalker probably say he's probably one of my heroes. Um, I remember watching the because I so I was I was a prequel kid, but my stepdad was very adamant about we're gonna watch the movies like this, and then because I was probably like four or five when Attack of the Clones came out, I saw Revenge of the Sith in theaters, but like so I watched all four, and I remember watching Empire with him, and I'm asking all these questions. I'm like. After, you know, he slices off Vader's head and Dagobah and the tree and you see his see Luke's face in the mask. And I'm like, I'm like, is he like 
Luke from the future. Like, like what is going on? You know what I mean? And I'm just like, I have no idea what. And, uh, and then finally in return of the Jedi is probably my favorite Luke. I, I sometimes go on YouTube and watch that Jabba entrance all the time because mm. after watching empire, then watching that, I'm like, Oh my gosh, is he actually going to be a Sith? Like, mm. He just he just choked out this and I'm just like glued and uh, and then when he's about, you know, he has the chance to kill Vader, you know, turn to the dark side, give the emperor what he wants, throws the lightsaber away. And he's he he just to me is the epitome of what a hero is. And um, if I have repeat appearances, I'll kind of share my thoughts because you can probably say I have some gripes with the sequel trilogy with how Luke's portrayal was. Um, but I think as a whole, I mean, he is just, he was the best of the Jedi. Mm. So in my, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hamill shares your sentiment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if, if the, the thing about next week's show, um, everyone is, yeah, absolutely. No, that was fantastic. Uh, best, best description. Um, thank you, Josiah. Uh, shoot, what was I saying? I saw the fire and got squirrel. What, what were we just, what was I just saying? Somebody help me. Wow. Luke, Luke being, you know, we, we just finished talking about Luke. Yeah. I got nothing. Luke, Luke is the go. And I told him I was going to, I was going to shout him out, not to cut you off, Dana, but shout out to Josiah. Uh, speaking of the sequels, I was very, I kind of fell out of love with Star Wars at the end and the last couple of years getting close with Josiah. He really kind of brought me back in. We grinded Clone Wars and Rebels together <laughs> and we still need to watch the movies on Discord. And now I'm just all into the lore and it's a large part due to him. So that's uh, Josiah brought me, back, brought me back to the light <laughs> or the darkness. So. <laughs> Uh, I remember what I was going to say. It was uh, Return of the Jedi Luke is my favorite Luke, if I have a favorite yeah. Luke. Um, I believe wholly, and I use Luke Skywalker as a huge example, that no one is too far gone. Um, no. Whatever situation. Um, there's, there's just even someone that no one believed in, only his son did. That's all it took. One true believer to make a change. And uh, the same thing happened to uh, Kylo Ren. Uh, he needed one true believer to make a change. And that was Ray. I wanted to take your hand, but I wanted Ben's hand. Like that moment. So there is this theme. And, and yes, the sequels kind of mm, at first, <laughs> the more <laughs> I dug into them and un unfurled some of those layers, the more I like it. But I agree with you. I do not like what they did with Luke in the sequels. No, that's Jake Skywalker. I don't know. I don't know who that guy was on screen. <laughs> <laughs> Bo and Luke. That was that was Bo Duke, not Luke Duke. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. Oh, that's a throwback. <laughs> Bo and Luke Duke. I don't even think y'all know who those people are. Oh, Cat might know who Bo and Luke Duke are. All I right. probably don't. Yeah, we'll just leave that alone. Uh, <laughs> Dukes of Hazard. It's an old show back in the seventies. Um, a long time ago. No, uh, so next week uh, we will be meeting again for Inquisitors Part 2. I would love to have the same panel return for this show. We dress um, up for Halloween? 
Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I will be dressing up. Absolutely. Um, don't know what I'm going to be dressing as, but I will be dressing up. And that will be my second time That's I'll dress right. up because I'll be dressing up. It's Halloween up night. Saturday. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. Halloween night. Nice. Like, oh, crap. I, I might have plans. Dude, just pop in. Pop in. We'll see. That's we'll all see. I'm asking. Just pop in. <laughs> um, if not, fine. I'll run a show by myself, but I would love to have this panel back to continue the conversation next week. Uh, thank you, Cameron. A pleasure, and we will absolutely get to chat a little more next week. For sure. Uh, so I, because I was running behind, did not pull a piece up I need to. Uh, so I'll do what I did last week where I'll pull it up while I'm chatting about what it is. Hold on. Okay, I'm out of water. We'll try to do this anyway. So we all know that Dana does all the TikToks and the fun stuff and the pudding. And what <laughs> I have started doing is the folks that I really follow that do some fantastic video melding, whatever, I want to try to spread some love. And so, yeah, I've got some love to spread. Last week or week before, I, I mentioned Anxious Angie. Uh, we had that, and I need. How do you do messages on TikTok? Don't don't answer that. Don't answer. I don't. Nobody I don't have. That. I don't have TikTok, so I can't. I don't I know. Don't, I don't have the talks. Um, I'm not gonna say anything. Thank you. Right. You got this. I got this. I got this. Look, we're doing great. You know why? Because I started the show correctly and on time. All right, I need a video right here. Boom. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Reels. Here we go. So there is an Order of the Sith group on Facebook. And we are going to stop. Okay. I'm going to try to share my screen and try to break it. Here we go. I swear, next time. I will have this prepped and ripped. No, I won't. Share screen. I believe. Nope, not that one. Yep, that one. Let's go. And can y'all see that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. On Darth Vader right to there. learn from Darth Malgus. Chief Palpatine's journey to the dark side began in his youth as he collected Sith artifacts and unlocked their forbidden secrets. Following his triumph over the Jedi, fate intervened, altering his plans when Darth Vader fell to Obi-Wan Kenobi on Mustafar and was no longer able to realize his full potential in the Force. To inspire his new apprentice, Sidious turned to his collection of arcane treasures, providing Vader with the surviving fragments of Darth Malgus's journal from the Great Galactic War. Sidious hoped his apprentice would draw connections between himself and the ancient Sith Lord. Both Malgus and Vader had defiled the sacred halls of the Jedi Temple, led armies, and sustained serious injuries that forced them to rely on life-sustaining respirators. Sidious's intent was to turn Vader's physical torment into a wellspring of power and develop the same unwavering allegiance Malgus had for his Sith Emperor. Palpatine envisioned Vader as the embodiment of his will, an unstoppable enforcer of his dark reign. What did... Da, da, da. So, uh, yeah... Videos like that, Order of the Sith on Facebook, if you have Facebook, uh, check those guys out. I'll put the link in something I'll follow or share on our Geek News Now stuff. <laughs> wow. Uh, there is another person from TikTok. I could not get it uh, that do some things as well. So, yeah, uh, going to start kind of just 
spreading our show around and and featuring some artists which was part of the plan right mm -hmm. the artist it says corbon corner but that was the artist one shoot i am not i don't think i said anything about a transition ever this time david so, don't yell at me but, but here's the thing like most of our shows don't have a transition so like i don't know who's who who's on you about that everybody i am you mean everybody that doesn't do it <laughs> I get, you know what you're right like like i've been on the shows it's just it's just like open the floodgates and let's go on. yeah and then i wait till the very end to get on to chat with folks on chat because i like to break it okay uh so that was that order of the sith check them out i did not get my ripped apparel i love that store i didn't get my ripped apparel uh link today so all I'm going to say is because I need you to go through our link because they're our partner, right? But no, F it. Just go here. F it. I'll show you. I'll show you. We Maybe. can put it in the link. We can put it in the chat if you don't have it right yeah. now. Put it we'll in put the it chat. Put it in the comments. Okay. Drop it in the chat. Drop it in the chat. Check Drop the comments the below. The <laughs> chat. Oh, yeah. Like and subscribe. Do all the things. Right? Ring the notification bell. Yeah. Ring the notification bell. If you don't bell. ring that notification bell, you don't know when we go live because you're still learning our schedule. Exactly, and, if, and and we love you, Sith, much. Oh, so it means so much to us if you would go ahead and you know subscribe. That way, you can come and Sith with us. It's the first time <laughs> I've heard Sith and love in the same in the same sentence ever. <laughs> mm. Sith love red lightsabers mm -hmm. and and power and power <laughs> and money. You have both. No. I'm just, that was a different movie, <laughs> different star <laughs> star movie. Uh, no, um, thanks guys. This was fun. I I need to maybe think about some structure next week because I there's just so many people. We had to kind of put Reva and uh, Tub whatever her name is in in the same bucket to kind of talk about. So I mean, um, we can always Thank you. What? Trilla. We can always do or it as a we could we could we could still do it at three no okay so here's the deal part one part two and then dana's gone for a week oh never mind yeah Dang. so that we have to we have to wrap it up next week um some some news for us we have uh shows our podcast shows across the geek news now channel on youtube um we broke a hundred on our new subscriber because we have a new page so our thousands have to try to make their way over to our new site or a new uh page so if you're it catching is, this geek news on, now official what geek, geek news, news now, now official is the what? one you want to like official official <laughs> you give me official. grief about how i say that that's not nice <laughs> here you go this one, YouTube at Geek News Now, official. Yeah. That's right. Um, but yeah, no, this was fantastic. We're gonna, uh, I think, wrap this up. I I want to ask. You said you did not have a TikTok. Um, you guys do. Zane, we'll hook up. Maybe Cat. We can do like a a dual live later this week. Wait, is it today Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday. Course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, folks. It's been a week already. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll see if we can do something maybe Wednesday or Thursday, uh, a live during the, the day, evening? like a lunch break. If that's I don't know how that works for yeah, you. I think you, can do a lunch break when done, but... you what? 
I probably couldn't get a lunch break one done. I'm chilling. But an afternoon? Yeah, I could do I could do like an an early evening. Like an early evening. Okay, cool. Um, man, so our shows right now on our lineup. I was talking about the shows. They are go cat. All right. So coming up after this show, we are not going to have a Cantina Happy Hour on Thursday. Um, because we are sending Darth Zane to go celebrate his son's birthday. But that means that gives you time to catch up on any of the past ones you've you've missed over there at Geek News Now Official. Saturdays, we have the Geek Gauntlet, where we talk about everything from anime to gaming to DC Comics. You name it, if it's in the world of geek, we're going to talk about it. The following Monday, you can hop on in with MCU Monday. Well, they're going ahead and going to be recapping Loki Episode 4. And then, of course, on Tuesday, come on back and visit us here at the Sith Dominion. Um, we also have a few other channels that are not live, but they've got pre-recorded content. So you can check out the Captain's Logs and Lightsaber podcast on our YouTube channel, as well as the Hobby Hut. Um, we've put together some really fun like ASMR videos of us doing some fun geeky hobbies. Um, we've got a miniature painting, a couple Legos. Um, I'm getting ready to start painting my next um, miniature paint. Um, that's going to be Drizzt Orden from D&D. Nice. Very cool. Zane, what do you got going on? In the gigs? You're muted. I can't hear you. Yeah. Sorry, I was I was business. Uh, I don't think I have anything coming up. You have no gigs this week? Nothing? You marching? Uh, I mean, I would think marching you would this know Saturday? it's three, four days away. But well, yeah, but what what is this Saturday? I don't know. You, you don't know what's happening this Saturday? Oh yeah, <laughs> my oh, I'm a terrible father. My daughter's getting wedding. Getting wedding. Holy cow, we're gonna have to wrap this show up, folks. I'm dying. <laughs> Uh, she's getting married, so we're going to go see her at the wedding. So, of course, he's not going to be marching on Saturday. Because he'll be up there watching his sister get married with me and the others. Uh, Cameron, what do you got going on this week, man? Nothing. Just working, getting my golf getting my golf clubs re-gripped. That's all I got on the agenda. So. Oh, God. I haven't That's golfed in 10 years. I'm picking it back up, so I'm liking it. Yeah, I think I might trade spots on the show for driving me around a link. <laughs> think we could swing that? Probably. Get it? Yeah. Get uh, swing. <laughs> I like the terrible. puns. I like the puns. Oh, oh, you're in the right no. place for that. <laughs> All three of us, <laughs> you're in trouble. <laughs> Seriously, folks, thank you. Uh, check out geeknewsnow.net, our official site. And on there, you'll have all the links to all the things, uh, articles, uh, galore, just everything you can imagine. I mentioned the writer's strike. We talk about that. But most of our stuff is all geek-centric, which is why we're Geek News Now. Uh, I've got an article coming up in the next week or so. Before I go on my trip, David, I promise uh, be looking forward to that. It's going to be kind of an extension of Balin Skull. Uh, whereas the last Balin Skull article talked how wonderful he was and amazing. We're going to talk about Mortis. 
and mm-hmm. potential what what's with that and why. So uh, check out that article when it hits. Thank you guys for joining. Any other last parting shots before we close it? One last thing. If you've oh. ever thought about having your own podcast, if you've got geek takes that you want to get in front of the eyes of thousands, or if you've ever thought about what would it be like to handle social media for a geek organization, hop on over to Geek News Now on Facebook. Um, you're going to go ahead and you'll send us a message. And because right now we are definitely looking to expand our our folks that are that are working with us. Um, like I said, you don't even need experience. If you've never podcasted, we can teach you. If you've never written an article, we can walk you through all that and we can teach you how to kill it on social media. I, I honestly, I can attest. I, I never wrote an article uh, for like that ever. And uh, David was very patient, very good as, as an editor for me as well. Um, and now, I mean, I'm not awesome, but I got a lot to learn still. But man, the articles are, are snappy and crispy as we were talking earlier. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, head over there. Check it out. Gaming reviews, everything. Uh, all right, folks. Well, I guess that's it. And yeah, look for a TikTok live here later this week. We will see you guys next week for part two. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you, Zane. Thank you, Kat. And remember, kids, peace is a lie. There's only passion. Good night.